We started a brand new series about feelings a week ago. Thanks for all the emails, for all the feedback, actually. Uh, I realized when we talk about feelings, it's not such an easy topic because everyone has a different approach or different thought about feelings. But I want to speak about how to deal with negative emotions. Negative means already negative. Maybe, maybe you're more the person when you get up early in the morning, you are grumpy. Is there anyone you are grumpy every morning? Be, 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 be honest. Grumpy in the morning or a little bit grumpy. Huh? Hands up all over, all over. Just kidding. No, a lot of people, they are very grumpy. A, a, a person said this morning to me, I don't have problems with my feeling. But when I watch my family, how they are um, happy on a, on a morning, I rise and they are so grumpy and that makes me angry. Often it's not you, it's maybe your, your dog, your, your wife, your husband, whatever. And there's also some people you are super grumpy, even though if you drink like seven cappuccinos, five Red Bulls, it won't change anything in your emotions, right? You know what makes me a little bit angry? Have you ever had a person who eats an apple? next to you? Apple is so, so loud. I said, go and eat the apple in the super, not here. And there's a lot of things makes you really angry, actually. And I want to speak about um, the last two years, actually. I remember when, when COVID hit two years ago, everyone was anxious. I, we flew out from Asia, actually. It was February, and I knew before the Swiss people knew that Corona will come, because in Asia, everyone was super nervous. And when the corona hit, actually, everyone is anxious because you're afraid of dying or long COVID or whatever. But then some weeks ago, the Swiss government made the decisions. There is no such things as corona anymore and no more mask. I remember there was the Freedom Day of Switzerland. No more mask, anyone. Even though if you wear a mask, no big deal. But for the most of people, hallelujah, praise the Lord. There's a life without mask, right? But that joy, that celebration lasts only some days because days later, the war in the Ukraine break out, broke out and everyone, everyone is again in, in the feeling of the war. You have to run out on all those things. And it's only two hours flight from here and we are super nervous. And I felt the last two years, everyone, we were in emotions up and down, right? And I wrote down three wrong ways how we can deal with our emotions. Some people, they're chasing emotions. They will say, no, 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 no. There is no such thing as a corona. There is no war if I close my eyes so for so long because I want to feel the same feeling that I felt before COVID and my life was, ooh, la, la. Some people, they're chasing a feeling, even sometimes in the church, if you don't feel and sense the presence of the Holy Spirit, you will say, I don't believe because I cannot feel and sense anything. The second mistake what people do, they're suppressing emotions. Suppressing emotions can be like, I don't, I can handle that the war, then you start drinking alcohol a little bit. But if you drink alcohol for 24 hours a day, there is no hour left. That means after a while, you're not anxious anymore, but you're addicted. And some people, the last two years, they get addicted with Netflix and, and drugs and alcohol, and all of a sudden, you're not afraid anymore, that's gone but you are addicted and that's even worse. And other people, they will say, no, 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 I avoid emotions. Avoiding emotions can be, you work so hard in your company, you work so hard day and night because you say, I, I close my eyes. And, and, and when COVID and the war is over, 
then I will be together with people and say, oh, really, there was a war? Oh, I worked so hard, I had no clue. These three strategies, they, are, they, they will not work actually. And in Proverbs chapter 25, verse 28 in the Bible says, like a city whose walls are broken through, it's a person who lacks self-control. And I really do believe that we have to navigate and lead our feelings, emotions in the right way. And I wanna share with you guys three points about negative feelings. The point number one is recognize your emotions. Why is recognize your emotions so important? Because I met a person who said to me, I don't have any feelings. I don't have any feelings. I even have no clue what's going on. And I said, what do you mean by that? The point number one, often if you're grumpy, often people say, yes, I am grumpy. I ask, why are you grumpy? They say, I don't know, I'm just grumpy. There is a reason why you're grumpy, right? And the first thing you have to learn, there's a reason beneath why you're grumpy, actually. And in Proverbs chapter four, verse seven, the beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom. Thanks, Lord, smart. Though cost all you have, get understanding. And the first thing you have to understand, you are not a robot. We are not a robot. The good thing is about robot, from now in two years, they will cook for you. And they will cook very, very well. If you're not happy with the food, you can scream and yell and kick because it's a robot. In some years, a robot will even though drive a car and they will drive the car better than any German people on the highway. The robot will drive the car so smooth and so precise and you will have no accident actually, right? But there's the one thing what a robot doesn't have. There's no emotion, no passions, no emotions and no feelings. And that's the difference between a robot and a human beings. We are created in the image of God, it means emotion is something from God and emotions are not good or bad, it's just something, it makes a big difference in our life. And here is um, the feeling wheel actually, and have so different words actually, and sometimes it's like this, you're going to a shop and you win. Shame, <laughs> no. What I mean by that is actually often you have to understand there are different feelings and I wanna go through some feelings and just, um, I wanna ask you, just think for a moment, what is beneath those feelings actually? Sometimes we feel joy and happy. Joy and happy is cool because joy and happy means, come on, life is good. Happy and joy means, woohoo, life is good. But even though I wanna ask you why you are happy, what is the reason that you're happy? And there's always a reason. You can feel in hopelessness, disease, you will say, my situation, I don't see any breakthrough. I could not imagine how in the world will God restore that situation. Frustration, it can be anger and rage, and anger and rage by self, it's not only bad. Please understand me right. Emotions are not right or wrong, it questions how you lead and navigate them. For example, Martin Luther King in America, he got so angry. He said, it cannot be that in our age that we say we split people in color, in, 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 the, in how smart you are, religion. He said, I believe that everyone has, should be equal love. And he used this anger. Anger is like a, a, a force, an energy. If you manage your anger wise, you will not destroy, you will create something. 
And he said, I have a dream born in anger. I have a dream. And he led the anger with energy and he spread a message around the world. And this is the point. Your emotions, if you lead them, God will use them in a mighty way. It can be like disconnect in your life. You feel sometimes powerless. There's the fear or stress. Fear could be there is no security anymore. It can be like guilt means I am guilty. I, I have done certain things. They're really not good. It can be indifference. It can be sadness. You will say, hey, I, I don't get it. I lost my husband, my wife, my kids, maybe your house, whatever. And you're here and you say, all in my life, I've lost everything. This is a feeling. It can be shame. If people will know what I do behind the doors, they will not be so friendly anymore. Loneliness means I, I'm so lonely. I'm now 50 years old. My niece, she's 12 years old and already married. <laughs> Just kidding. Joy and happiness. And with the feeling wheels, it's for me very, very important that you understand what is your feeling? What is your emotion? You have to name it very, very clearly. I said in the beginning, anger and rage is not only negative, because if you lead your anger, it can be so, so cool, because around 30 years ago, I remember I was in a church, and the church was quite empty, and I said, I'm so angry, it cannot be. That, that faith and the Bible is something that people are not interested in. And I said, somewhere has to start a new kind of a church. And there's always the word somewhere or somehow or somewhere. And I said, God, I'm so angry because I believe in God. I believe in the church, but churches are empty. And in this anger in me gave me the energy to stand up. And we started this church and became a movement. My point is right now, feelings, emotions are not only negative. The only question is how you manage them and how you lead and navigate them. Here is some psalm, psalms, psalms in the Bible, psalms. And you will see those psalms, two-thirds of all the psalms in the Old Testament, they're super emotionally. They are not neutral. Hey, sorry, Swiss people. The Bible is not neutral. <laughs> There's more emotion involved that you can ever imagine or dream. If you're from South America, obviously, calm down a little bit. But, <laughs> but here's the point. There's so much emotion of fear, darkness, loneliness, joy, safety, hate, sickness, all those things that means we serve a very emotional God. Emotions are not negative, but if you lead and guide them, God will use them in a mighty, mighty way. My point number two, if you understand what's going on right now in beneath me, gives me the chance to understand feelings and emotions. My point number two, make an impact on your emotions. Proverbs 5, 22, he will die for lack of self-control. He will lose because of his great fullness. And emotions, dear friends, are cool, but sometimes, I want to be really honest, my emotions, when I get up early in the morning, they're lying. <laughs> they're lying. Sometimes I'm so tired. Or I had a good sleep, but I wake up and I feel so disconnected with the reality. Sometimes I feel nobody cares what I do. Nobody gave me a feedback. If I don't cook, 
nobody will care. Everyone is, uh, they got a good job and, and God is not for me. And some people God bless them, some people God heals them, but, but me, and all of a sudden, you know, your feelings getting so heavy and so super loud. An example, maybe you're one of five kids, you're growing up with five, five, your five kids. And sometimes you feel, oh, my father loves my oldest brother more than me. And this is a feeling. And this feeling grows into a thought. And all of a sudden, you will say, yeah, this is true. He got a bigger presence on birthday than I did. The feeling, then a thought. And out of the thought becomes not a truth, it becomes my truth. And my truth very often is lying. My truth is often not the real truth. The Bible says, the truth of God will set you free and not my truth will set me free. And what happens actually, all of a sudden, I feel disconnected to my parents because my feelings are saying, they prefer my older brothers more than they do me. And all of a sudden you get disconnected and all of a sudden you're moving out with 15 years age because you say, I don't want to stay here anymore. And when you, can, when you turn 40, you have a conversation with your parents and say, now I want to have a real talk. You always preferred, you loved my oldest brother more than you do me. And they will say, no, that's not truth. We treated everyone equally. Have you ever met Moments like this, and all of a sudden, a feeling becomes a thought, and a thought becomes a truth, and all of a sudden, you're walking and living in a lie. Sometimes I see super cool people with a lot of tattoos. You know, strong, six-pack tattoos all over. Then you ask them, why are you grumpy? And you say, hey, you don't have to be grumpy. You're living in Switzerland. Be thankful. Or people are, have some issues, say, hey, be thankful. You have a mom and a dad, they love you. Those things, they will not work, right? And there's always something happened in their life. It becomes a feeling, an emotion. Then you start to think, and all of a sudden it becomes your truth, and your truth is often not, not right. And what helps, actually, is you have to build your emotions on needs. So this is a very, very important prop actually, because my emotion is a big loud, I have a need. If you are single, your emotion will say, I am alone. And the need will say, yeah, I know. You need someone in your life. Emotions and feelings are not negative, but behind every feeling, it's a need, and we don't talk about it. For example, if you are fear or anxious, people say, you just have to believe. If you believe, the anxious will run away. It will not happen, right? Because beneath the fear and anxious, it's a message. I'm looking for security. I have a need because I need a foundation in my life. And I wrote down the last point, 
It looks like a little bit a complex point, and I wrote it down. Um, needs are never in a conflict, only our strategy. Our needs, dear friend, needs a clear strategy. I wrote down you have some emotions, right? The emotions has been needs a, a need, actually, and the need means a divine truth. What I mean by divine truth? Now, it gets a little bit complex, but you have to understand what I'm talking about right now. For example, you are anxious and worried. This is a real feeling right now. I'm anxious and worried. The need is beneath. I need safety. I need being connected. This is a need. It's not just, don't be afraid. God is on your side. No, no, no. You are afraid. And fear is not negative. It's just an emotion. But beneath the emotion, it's a need. I need security. I need safety. A lot of people right now, we are afraid of the war. And the question and the message of Swiss people is, I need safety. I need someone when he says yes, it's a yes, a yes, and a no is a no. And then you need divine truth. What I mean by divine truth? The problem is, if you're looking for a president, if you're looking for leadership, they give you safety. You will never find that. There is no person in the world who is in the position to give you safety, right? Is it true, even though if you think, I got married and when I'm married, all my problems are gone. No, your problems are starting, <laughs> right? With other words, when you need a safety, and here is what you, what you have to do. That's why it's important you have to understand, what is my feeling? What is my feeling? If I'm grumpy, if I'm angry, what, what about, about, I'm angry about, about what? And this emotion has a need. And what I do actually, here comes the, the belief in God in, in the game. Because I really do believe that God is in a position of joy, of happiness, of security for every area. And I establish a picture in my life. That's why I preach always with props, because props and pictures and stories you won't forget. Jesus always spoke in pictures, in parables, because those things you will never forget. And I wrote down for myself, Sephania, chapter 3, verse 17a, for the Lord your God is living amongst you. He is your mighty Savior. If I'm afraid, if I'm anxious right now, I'm looking for safety, and God, dear friends, is in my life right now. It's like an anchor, right? What I mean by that is actually, that means when I'm afraid right now, you know, I proclaim God is for me and not against me. Nothing can draw me from the hands of God. Nothing on planet earth. God has written down my name on his palm. God is my anchor. Do you know what, what, what is the need for an anchor? If you have a boat, you don't need the anchor when the sun is shining and the ocean is still. You need the anchor when a storm is around the corner. You put the anchor.
anchor into the water. That means in your darkest moments, often people say, where is God? You don't see an anchor. The anchor is in the water. That means God in my fight is in the water and it gives me stability. The boat will shake in waking, but I will not move. Do you understand what I'm talking about? My emotion needs a spiritual truth that's right now. Go home and think about every area. I need a truth of God, a picture which I start to proclaim for my soul. A second point could be I'm not loved. If you don't feel loved, you're looking for a need for appreciation. I want to belong and also justice. You know how often we have this feeling, I'm not loved enough. In Isaiah chapter 43, verse 5, since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I loved you, I will give people in exchange for you, nations in exchange for your life. Have you ever thought about that? God will say, I push a whole nations away only for you? Only because you don't get a like on your TikTok dance? Only because nobody gives a response on your Instagram doesn't mean you're not loved. And when I have the feeling I'm not loved, people do not give me a, a, appreciation, I think about the story. And Jesus was saying, there were 99 sheep, 99 love balloons. <laughs> have you ever heard a song? 99 sheep. Have you ever thought about if you're a banker, if you're working with numbers? You will say, Jesus, 99 sheep are more than one. I will say, Jesus, leave it. You have 99. That means when I feel I'm not loved, Jesus will say, hey, I let the 99 sheep alone. Now comes the point. And Jesus will say, leave you. Where are you? Adam, where are you? You know how a sheep gets lost? He eats a grass, a little bit of grass, and a grass, and a grass, and a grass, and a grass. In the end of the evening, why am I alone? Where is the rest? That means we are drifting from God, from grass to grass, and then we're getting disconnected, and we're lost. And Jesus is looking for you. Have you ever thought about it? Forget the like on TikTok, on Instagram. Don't ever tell me when a feeling gives you the feeling I'm not loved enough. There's a one God who led the 99 sheep and goes after you. Hey, I, we, I have two boys. When my boys, they were six years old, they've never done anything for me. They never cleaned my car. They never cleaned my Harley Davidson. They never cleaned my golf shoes. They never went to the cellar, brought me the best wine. When they do the dishes, oh my gosh, it's ugly. Uh, they're not can even pee straight. No, sorry. They, when they were six years old, they still had the diapers. I know it doesn't make sense. What is the point? Even though if my kids have done nothing for you, me, I love them. And if you ask a father, mom, why in the world you love your son is doing nothing for you? She will say, yeah, 
you are so right. But it's your flesh and your blood. And God formed and shaped you in the mother's womb. God is the owner. God is the creator. Even though if you do down things, God will say, I know he did nothing for me. You're so right. And I don't know why I love him. What's the difference between kids and you marry a wife and a husband? Oh, it's a big difference. You kids are your flesh and blood. But your wife, you married her. And she has to behave. <laughs> That's right. If you have kids, you will understand what I'm talking about. When you have a feeling, an emotion, there's a need. I want to belong. And even though if you are alone, and here's the point, often people say, I need a spouse, I want to marry. That's a good thing, get married. But your problems are not solved. No one on this planet Earth can satisfy all your wishes and your dreams and your longings. Only God is in that position and in that place. I want to close with a last uh, illustration. For example, when there is also a big, you're under pressure. If you're under pressure right now, you're looking for freedom, encouragement and lightness, right? I don't like pressure. Pressure, I don't like it. I use Psalm 23 verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd. What I mean the Lord is my shepherd? My needs is saying, I need freedom. And here's the point, and I want to close with that story. When you're going to the, the dark valley, the dark valley in Psalm 23, the dark valley is not a place where God says, oh, I will test you. Oh, I hope you're ready for woohoo. No, 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 no. That's the only way for, for actually for the October, November where the food is better. You know what a shepherd does? Before he takes the flock, he walks three, four times the way. And he knows that way works. The spring works, the dark valley, there is a path. It's safe actually, but it's narrow, but it's safe. And then there is also in, in the autumn a beautiful place. And no sheep will follow a shepherd unless a sheep feels and sense he will protect me. No sheep will lay down in the evening because there's a bear and a lion. And a sheep knows if my shepherd is not here, protects me, I will be dead. A sheep is so sensitive. And Psalm 23 means God will not lead you into a position in a dark valley and say, Oh, it's your rally. I'm leaving. And I'm watching and I'm wondering how you handle this situation. God will never lead you into a situation and you walk alone. Never ever. When you are in a situation it's so dark in your life, there's a need. God, I need you. And God is saying, I am with you. I will not leave you. And I will go with you to the storm. Amen. You're not alone. For those people, if you don't like a sheep, okay, what about an eagle? An eagle is the only bird. When a storm occurs, all the birds are flying away. But the eagle says, Woo, welcome storm. I waited for you. You will not break me, you will make me. And an eagle will fly into the storm. He knows the storm is the only thing 
that makes his wings stronger and stronger and stronger. And God will say, he is like an eagle. With other words, when God leads you in a situation, it's so dark, my emotions will say, why in the world are you doing this? But my emotions says, I need security. I need affliction. And my picture for me, God is my shepherd. I want to close with a story how feelings are important. There was a missionary. He worked in Africa for many years and one year all the kids died because of, the, of viruses there. And one day his wife died too. When he was very, very old, he made the decisions, I want to go back to America. He took the same plane like the President Eisenhower. He was in the back of the plane alone. He lost everything. He believed in God. When they arrived in America, Eisenhower walked out from the plane. It was a red carpet. And thousands of people gave signs, welcome home, Eisenhower. The band was playing confetti and all those things. When everyone was out of the plane and all the music was over, the missionary was allowed to go out from the plane. When he walked out from the plane, nobody was there waiting for him. Not one person. He lost his wife and his kids in Africa for preaching the word of God. In that moment when he walked on that red carpet alone, he had a lot of emotions. And the emotions said to him, I did everything wrong. I'm an old and broken man. Not one person is waiting for me. What was the, the benefits of, of giving out my whole family? And then he walked on. And his emotions become a thought and then a wrong truth, right? And then all of a sudden he heard the Holy Spirit speaking to him. You are wrong. You are absolutely wrong. The last applause will be in heaven. And when you enter in heaven, millions of angels are lining up. And they will cheer for you. They will sing and praise you and say, welcome home. And I will sit on a throne and I will hug you. There was a moment that the missionaries started to cry. He realized on this earth, in this earth, maybe you will never get an applause. On this earth, maybe people will never say thank you. On this earth, maybe people will laugh about you. And you know what happens? These emotions in that moment, it's very critical. If you have a thought, it becomes to the wrong truth. He made the decision, I have a need that people will say thanks. And God gave him a picture. This will happen one day. Why am I telling you this story? Do you think that the Holy Spirit gives him once this picture and then his issue is solved? <laughs> Do you know how many days later maybe he woke up and felt, why in the world? Then you remind yourself about what God has spoken to you some days ago. That's why pictures, illustrations, a word from the Lord, it's so crucial and so important. 
that's why lead and manage your emotions well, then it becomes a blessing. Otherwise, you will destroy a lot of things in your life. Hey, thanks for watching. Hey, our passion for people is that we see them grow in their relationship with Jesus, live fearlessly and influence their people and the surrounding in a positive way. And if you would like to be part of that vision, we thank you so much for your financial support because that would make it possible. I hope that this message spoke to you really. And if you don't have subscribed to our channel, please do this. And it's always a big blessing. Maybe you know some people in your neighborhood or in your friendship that podcast could be a very well cool thing just share the link because it's pretty pretty easy and I'm looking forward to see you again tune in and God bless you and see you soon bye bye